Welcome Northeast Conference fans to our latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I'm joined by St. Francis University women's basketball player Jada Depa to discuss the importance of racial equality and women of color in sports as a part of the conference's NEC Speak Up initiative. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. No problem, I'm excited. Great. Jada, you're originally from Maryland. Can you tell us a little bit about your athletic and academic careers and how they brought you to St. Francis? Um, yeah, so uh, I always played basketball when I was little. Um, and the AAU basketball kind of in my area is, um, I'd say, pretty good. I traveled up and down the East Coast most of the time. Um, and there's a lot of elite players and um, elite teams that come out of uh, the area. So I happened to just end up playing um, on the same team as Joe Haig's daughter, who was a former coach here at St. Francis. Um, and I got the opportunity to come up and visit school and we worked something out and I ended up here. That's great. And since being at St. Francis, what has inspired you to speak up for racial equality and women of color in sports? Well, um, St. Francis is um, kind of a tucked away school up on the mountain in um, kind of central PA. Uh, so I would say it is predominantly white. Uh, so, you know, as a black woman um, coming in and um, not uh, being kind of the majority, but the minority, I feel like it's important to, you know, always stay educated and make sure that people are aware of uh, what's going on and uh, making sure that um, it's spoken up about and not something to stray away from. Like you just said, I mean, you're living in a predominantly white area. So how do you advocate for racial equality in your area right now? Yeah, um, I'd say um, obviously social media is a big platform. It goes out of just the area where you physically are um, at, but uh, staying educated and making sure that other people are educated because you will find, again, especially in this area, it's a little bit more closed off. Um, people who aren't exactly aware of what's going on um, and some people usually, they find out some of their news through just social media. So, uh, like I said, being a minority, um, in an area like this, uh, the best way to kind of make sure, um, that, you know, racial injustice is known about is to educate people, um, tell them as much as you can make sure they know, like, it's not okay. Uh, cause if you're not educated at all, or about the topic, then how can you really either not only not speak about it, but make sure that others know what's going on? Right, and like you just said, I mean, how do you as a black woman in spaces that are often dominated by white people or men, like how do you use your voice and kind of make your presence known? Well, I'd say uh, it's one thing to already be um, kind of a woman in the area, but to also be black in women in the area is definitely, um, known for me so uh i'd say i always have like kind of a chip on my shoulder uh because the only thing you can do in the moment kind of is to make sure you can almost uh, kind of set by example or lead and make sure you can kind of turn heads to let people know like hey i'm here and you know black women can be successful and can do things make marks make changes so i'd say um probably just do my best to lead and just stand out um make my presence known uh, so people know that, you know, we're not just off in the corner doing anything, but we're definitely capable of success and, and can be up at the top rank of any type of job, sport, whatever it may be. And last year, after George Floyd's murder, the Black Lives Matter movement influenced many to start using their platforms to speak up against racial inequalities. 
Um, the WNMBA, for example, started to take a more public stance. They've always been really good about supporting women of color, but they started to be more public this past year. Did this influence you at all? Yeah, I actually remember well when that was going on over quarantine um, uh, during that summer and uh, the WNBA made those shirts. Um, and at the time it felt like, uh, and just from, again, like I said, being in quarantine, so people weren't even around people. This is through like social media and seeing what you see on TV and just like all types of news and stuff like that. So I definitely was influenced um, on what I saw. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was nice to see though, that all different types of people were stepping up and especially from a sports perspective, um, we're stepping up for the injustice like that and that WNBA being women um, uh, did such a thing. So yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely was encouraged more to not only educate myself more, but um, I took some stuff to social media as well, um, more than I usually would. So yeah, it definitely influenced me. As a woman of color, like you've said before, this obviously impacts you directly and you started to use your platform to speak up against that. So what made you want to use your voice to speak up against these injustices? Like, were you directly impacted by this at any point? What really inspired you and got you going? Um, like I said, I think, you know, the George Floyd, I mean, things of this has been happening far before the George Floyd um, incident, but uh, I'd say that, you know, being able to see other people stand up is very inspiring to make others um, want to also speak up. And, you know, I mean, I hope that possibly I could do that, but I know there's people out there have done it for me, you know, and women in sports like Candace Parker, um, Serena Williams, um, you know, athletes just kind of showing that it's more than just on the court. There's also real life out there. So um, I'd say definitely seeing the big names and, and watching uh, the media and just reading different stories and people's testaments to it um, kind of builds up a little bit of fire inside because you're kind of just like, oh, like these are my people, like you got to stand up for them. So um, yeah, I definitely have inspired by a couple of uh, big names out there um, in sports and not in sports uh, to speak up. Speaking of sports, your coach, Keila Whittington, is an incredible woman and advocate for diversity, especially among college athletics and college athletic staff. How has your coach played a role in your development as an athlete and as an activist? Oh yeah, um, you know, Coach Keela, first off, uh, she always, especially being a head uh, coach, uh, black woman, she's always made sure that, you know, our team is aware of what's going on in the world outside of just Loretto. Um, we'll have meetings sometimes and she stays on top of making sure that the whole team and everyone is educated and we can have open conversation with questions where no one feels, um, you know, like they're being come after or anything very safe. Um, but Coach Keela has definitely uh, played a role in, you know, um, helping us, um, you know, like you said, kind of stay active and making sure that we know what's going on. And as athletes, again, like I said, knowing that there's more to just life and than just basketball on and off the court. So she, she, she does a good balance of that, I believe. You touched on this a little bit before, but growing up, what athletes did you look up to, especially women of color? Yeah. Okay. So I already definitely named one, but when I was younger, my mom played tennis a lot. So I was always obsessed with the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena. Um, I looked up to them a lot and 
Um, then I, I don't know why it started to become it, but I, I wanted to be as built as Serena and I wanted to like look like her. But then um, when I started to see some stuff that she was doing outside of just tennis, I was like, oh, she's more than an athlete. So she was definitely an athlete, um, I'd say, that I looked up to life-wise and sports-wise. And then being young and just playing basketball, I was just obviously obsessed with LeBron James, me and my brother. So um, yeah, I'd say probably the big names out there, Michael Jordan, obviously. My mom was obsessed with him. So uh, yeah, those are just a couple. Now in the position that you're in, you have that opportunity to be that role model for young athletes. What has that been like? Have you ever had an experience where you get to interact with young athletes and kind of show them like what their potential could lead up to? Yes, because the worst thing is to see a younger athlete kind of get down on themselves after they do something wrong or they think it's the end of the world. And the most advice or the thing I always try to say is basically like I've been in those shoes and I'm here now. So it's like, it's not the end of the world. Like you just got to keep going. You can't learn unless you mess up because no one's perfect. So you just have to learn from your mistakes. So when you're young, you think like, oh, this is it. Or I messed up once and I'm, I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. But no, you just got to keep working at it and you got to keep fighting because you're, you're going to keep growing. And it's just a learning. It's just a learning point. It's, it's going to be challenging, but it happens. And from a non-basketball perspective, how would you give a young athlete the advice to use their voice and let them know that what they have to say is important? Yeah, um, you know, I tell them that the, mo the best thing you can do is, in my perspective, to be educated. You may not be ready to speak up yet or say what you need to do, but at least know about the topic or at least know about the injustices that are going on. So then you can know at least that it is not right. You have to at least know that. From then on, you can move forward with what you want to do with that. And if you have something to say, it's okay to say it. And I believe that you should say it because that can inspire other people. If you say nothing at all, when you have something to say, then maybe you're depriving someone else of inspiration that they could have gotten from you. So I'd say, um, don't be afraid to speak up if you have something to say and, and make sure you're always educated on the topic. And if not, educate others or find a way to find that knowledge. Well, thank you, Jada, so much for speaking with me today. No problem. I can't wait to see how your basketball season goes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you again. This has been NSC Now.